Oat milk. Have you heard of this? Uh, oat milk? Because it's really having a moment. As a matter of fact, sales of oat milk, believe it or not, have increased by 250% this year alone. Let's uh, welcome in our health and wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. She joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And uh, Laura, I have to admit, I'm onto the oat milk. Uh, thanks to you. You turned me onto this a, a few months ago. And it's. Uh, for those that don't want to consume uh, dairy, just kind of fill us in as to the benefits of oat milk. Yeah, I think we're going to see more and more people turning towards plant-based milks. I mean, we've seen the almond milks, the cashew milks, like those nut milks really on the rise, but then a lot of people have um, allergies and intolerances. So with oat milk, it's popping up pretty much everywhere, and it's the replacement of soy and almond milk. So I like to call oat milk as like the new the new milk in town. It's like the funky one that everyone really wants to like put in their coffee and tell their friends about. Um, And what's great about it is it's still creamy. It's delicious. It's super high in carbohydrates, which is great because it's going to provide your body with lots of energy, sustainable fuel. So you really want that, especially in the morning, uh, if you want to even put it in a smoothie. But I like to put it in my coffee. And you get your carbs from the actual oats themselves. So oats are really slow digesting carbs, and they deliver a lot of B vitamins, which is what we want. And a really good and important factor to look at when it comes to oat milk is that it actually helps and oats themselves, they actually help regulate our sugar levels. So it's great for people that um, want to control their blood sugar and they're looking to add something in their coffee in the morning, but they don't want to spike their blood sugar. So there's actual health benefits here. This is just not uh, the latest trend. It's just not trendy? No, it's not trendy. I think there's actual proven health benefits here. I'm on board with oat milk. I hope a lot of people are. I always look at it as this you know, you want to wean yourself off of dairy, but you don't necessarily want to have a cashew milk or an almond milk, or you just want to just change up your morning coffee. Why not have the oat milk? Well, you know what I noticed, and uh, you and I talked about this a few months ago, and this is what got me on it, is the fact that uh, I like to kind of steam my milk uh, for my coffee in the morning sometimes. When you try, like, soy or almond milk, it just doesn't seem to have the same consistency. And for whatever reason, oat milk uh, seems to be the closest uh, thing to actual dairy. I think, well, it also depends on your taste profile, but I think as well, I agree with you, it's, it's, it's got that different nutritional value and it's got a lot of different fat, protein, and carbs, but the highest ratio is that it has carbs. Um, so that's probably why you're finding that it tastes really similar to dairy milk, to cow's milk. And then again, though, a lot of people that have IBS or bloating or constipation because there's no TMI when I come on, right? Right. <laughs> but with oat milk, you're not going to get um, those those effects like you're not going to get the bloating and gas that you would with with cow's milk so i see a lot of people are turning more towards oat milk for that reason as well and i know canadian farmers are ecstatic about this too as we mentioned off the top a 250 percent increase in sales for oat milk uh just in the pasture alone it's uh, pretty amazing i uh, also yeah, wanted to uh, talk to you about this uh, leftover uh, fast food that has been trending uh, online i want to go to <laughs> australia where these uh, two guys they showed a, a mcdonald's hamburger that uh, apparently was like in a, a shed I don't know why, uh, but they uh, come upon it, and they figure it dates back to 1995, all right? So it's 24, 25 years old, and this burger, Laura, uh, really hasn't changed much since the day it came home from McDonald's. Okay. I don't know how true this story is. Okay. I mean, we've heard about, you know, factory farm meats, and we've heard about a lot of the negative effects about McDonald's and fast food, but this burger in its full form to not have... Um, to not be 
decomposed at all. I find that very, very hard to believe. I know we've seen a lot with the French fries and that being in their full state, but the burger itself, it just said that it was shrunk a little from its original size, but its right. shape remains the same and there's no signs of mold and it doesn't smell. So I'm really curious as to how that would happen because meat does mold and rot and same thing with the actual burger itself. So I don't know what preservatives are in this actual burger, but I'm I'm almost certain that it, whether it comes from McDonald's or another fast food chain, the burgers would decompose. So okay, so your spidey senses, as it were, are tingling a little bit when it comes to this story. Then I think so. I mean, was there anything? It doesn't say there was any moisture in it either. It doesn't say that there was like any mayonnaise or tomatoes or lettuce. It was just like the actual looks like the burger patty and then the bread, but. Yeah, as you mentioned, it's just kind of shrunk in size a little bit, uh, if anything. And again, no mold, no funky uh, smell, they claim. So should we be taking anything, do you think, uh, from this particularly? And this is just not about McDonald's, but any sort of fast food uh, that we're consuming. uh, Should there be some sort of, uh, I don't know, teachable moment here for us all? (laughs) I think the biggest thing is like, you know, why are we reaching for these foods? I always ask people this question, is this the healthiest option available? to you at this time or are you craving a burger or if this is this your cheat meal or cheat day because you're not going to get nutritional benefits from these foods we all know this but why do we gravitate to these foods is it because it's just convenient for us or is it something that's always top of mind and we haven't trained ourselves to look at other food options that are available but this isn't the best for us but i also don't think it's the worst for us because i think you know when it comes to maybe the spam in the can is something where a meat product and it takes what almost 50 years to to decompose, if not longer. That's something that's more alarming to me than this burger here. But I mean, if it's 25 years old, I think that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, but when it comes to our food, if it's something that isn't uh, decaying after a while, that there's so many chemicals and preservatives in it, uh, it's something for the most part that uh, we should uh, walk away from. We should walk away from for sure. I always like to tell people, you know, try to eat foods in whole form at whole foods. So, a whole apple, a whole tomato, something that you know can be easily digestible, it's easily absorbed by the body. Anything that has extra processing, artificial colors, sweeteners, ingredients, that's very hard for the body to process. So again, look for foods that are in their natural state. And if that's not an option, what are the easiest and healthiest options available to you? Because we all know that a burger and fries isn't the healthiest option. Once in a while, it's not going to kill us. But again, are we thinking about our health? Are we thinking about long-term? Or are we thinking just something immediate? Um, that's something I always ask people. Yeah, that food sometimes is bad for the heart, but it's so good for the soul. Isn't it? Especially yeah. when it's on a cold day like today, where I think a lot of people are... I think, hmm, I can't really go for a poutine right now, but I don't think that's the best option. <laughs> hey, before I let you go, I need to ask you your opinion on cookies. And that's only because Sesame Street celebrates its 50th anniversary. We're about to rerun this interview. A, a career highlight for me, uh, Carolyn and I sat down with uh, the one and only Cookie Monster. Uh, your take on oh, cookies. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, I loved Cookie Monster as a child, so yeah. it's very nostalgic for me. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I love cookies, too. Once in a while, I mean, I opt to go for a gluten-free cookie. Homemade is always best. But I think everything in moderation and everything in balance. I mean, have two or three. Don't have a whole box. Okay, I'll try to pass that advice along to Cookie Monster. I don't think he's going to listen. I don't think he's going to pay heed. <laughs> probably not. Probably no. not. But everything in moderation. Everything's L- about balance. Laura DeSanctis, you can find her on Instagram at go with your gut. Uh, Laura, thanks as always. Thanks so much, Jeff.